0: Do what it do, what it do. It's your boy B. DeMone in the house with Super Producer Jr. And you are watching and listening to Along the Wire, Episode 99, Season of Change. Thank you so much for being with us. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, if you're listening through iHeartRadio or SoundCloud, or viewing us on Twitter or Facebook, we thank you for being with us this episode. What's going on, Super Producer?
1: Not too much man, just trying to I guess stay out of trouble.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That's 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 the goal every day, ain't it, man? Yep. All how right. how was
1: your week? How, what have you been up to over the last 7 days? Work,
0: man. Work. Actually uh came across some good family news that I'll talk to you afterwards on the show um uh, after the show. But um yeah, it's been an informative week and a uh a good week a good week and ready to uh talk about some things that uh we have coming up um yeah so you how's how's everything outside of or i mean your grind's impeccable so how's how's everything on that end
1: um not bad uh, a lot of changes coming up here in the next what is it 10 days mhm basically 10 days and and everything should be good and there'll be a couple changes happening and every everything's for
0: the better though. So episode 99, season of change. Now, uh one thing that I'm gonna get into right now is um I spoke with uh and informed Jake Jacob Maxwell of uh of my Uh, cancellation of attending the championship seven on seven as well as pylon seven on seven um one of the most important things that that i do outside of uh football is i work at the hospital now um Like I've always said, I've been a huge proponent of people doing things and taking all the precautions that they can during this COVID era, and that is something that I will always maintain and that I'm going to continue to maintain and is the cause of my cancellation of attending. Now, uh, True Exposure 7-on-7 and uh, Championship 7-on-7, uh they are doing things to the standard of keeping keeping people as safe as possible now um I myself am choosing not to attend due to uh my family and due to work and and what I do um I cannot take the chance of uh contracting covid not saying that everybody is not taking the precautions that uh they should be um but the best way for me to be able to affect my family and be effective at work um outside of this um is to not attend these events in which that can be jeopardized i appreciate uh championship 7 on 7 um and pylon 7 on 7 for reaching out um but i will not be attending these events uh for this coming weekend uh all teams from San Antonio who are going and all teams in general that are going uh tighten up, stay as a close knit group of your group of your group and if there's less interactions with uh with other teams um then then do that and if any coaches or anybody has any questions of of what they think that they should do or how they should be moving in between games, you know, call me or message me. That's fine. But uh, I do know that there are uh, areas there that they, that they will be able to help you out uh, to remain safe, um, as safe as can be. Um, So once again, thank you to championship seven on seven and pylon seven on seven for reaching out. Um, but I will not be attending those events, and along the wire will not be there for this weekend's seven on seven tournaments. Um, and I will contact each seven on seven San Antonio foot uh seven on seven team because I have not reached out to them or let them know of me not attending. So um, I will do that after this podcast, or if they see it here, that's what it will be. So um, on to scholarship. Offers, and we got a couple, man. Um, are are get my hands ready? Yeah, I was just about to. Hey, I'm actually. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let me get my hands ready. Uh, and I got, I got something special coming up in this too. I actually got two things. All right, so scholarship offers first. We got Cannon Williams, quarterback from Harlan High School. Received a scholarship offer from Incarnate Word. Double clap for that. Ooh. We got see? we got Jaden Jackson, defensive lineman from Harlan. You'll see a theme. With a scholarship offer from Harding University. Double clap for that. <claps> now we got Hamadou Diallo. Defensive back wide receiver from Harlan who received a scholarship offer from Graceland University. Double clap for that. Wow. You got four claps. Yeah. You got four <laughs> claps. Um, and lastly, we have a Mr. Jamari Sermons running back who was going to Roosevelt next year, receive a Incarnate Word scholarship offer. Double clap for that. You didn't even let me finish the sentence, man. I was excited. (laughs) Anyway, so uh, Jamari Simmons is very uh, popular on Twitter right now for the reason that he is coming to Texas from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, And he will be playing running back at Roosevelt with uh, the Rough Riders and Coach Carroll. So I will have to reach out to Coach Carroll and um, and Jamari himself because uh, this is something that could be big he's already got some college uh, scholarship offers and I'm not even sure if he's here in the state yet or if he's here in San Antonio yet or what that situation is but he's already got an offer from Incarnate Word and looking at his huddle looking at his huddle film if I had Looking at his huddle film, if I were to rank, he would be in the top 10 here in San Antonio based off his huddle. I do not know the competition that he is facing over there in Georgia, but as we know in Texas, football is the best. I think Georgia is a uh, comparable state um, for the high-end talent that they do have uh, over there. But we all know that the litmus test is going to be held held here in Texas. So, you know, congratulations. Um, we're happy to have you here in San Antonio, Texas, because I think you are definitely uh, going to be a uh, top 10 running back here in the city uh, based off of this huddle, you know. So, uh, and also with um, my first thought was, well, uh, Rashad Owens uh, is up at Oklahoma State now. And um, that's who he would be replacing, so to speak. But it's kind of tough to replace almost 4,000 yards of offense in two years. So um, that's going to be very – I'm not saying that he has to step in and do that. But, you know, Rashad was mainly coming out of the backfield last year. um, And so – I think they got a really good replacement and we're going to see exactly what he can do. Uh, Just a couple of, a couple of things after looking at his film, I see a running back who is knowledgeable of using his blockers um, knows when to make uh, cuts to get into the open field saw a couple of catches, decent hands I'd have to say. Not elite speed, but has a great maintaining of speed. Um I've I've mentioned that in certain in certain running backs before. They might not have that super acceleration or or that breakaway speed, but they are fast enough to maintain And they have the endurance to maintain a high top end speed for a longer distance than a lot of runners. And that's and that's the class that I would put him in. Uh, You don't want to get in a long and a long distance uh, trying to trying to uh, chase this uh, man down type type situation. So that's how I'd have him. So um, I will be looking forward to seeing him playing at Roosevelt great district for him to uh, test test himself in oh yeah and the other thing is it's not a scholarship offer but we got lucas coley made his announcement of his commitment to the university of arkansas it's been all on the news congratulations yeah congrats man um from cornerstone quarterback from cornerstone it's been all over the news uh texas athletes and our boy sam actually uh recorded the video and um and he's gotten some great some great feedback on it it looks really clean it looks really yeah really good a lot better shot and clean than a lot of ones that I've seen in the past, uh so I mean kudos to Sam Sam for that, and I see that it's already over like three hundred and twenty thousand views period. that's crazy, and I know like a lot of people might or might not be into that, but uh, that's incredible. You get three hundred and twenty-five thousand of anything. <laughs> That's good. Skills. <laughs> exactly. <If> you had <laughs> $300,000, Shoot, you know how much money you could get from selling those? Um, <laughs> so uh congrats, Lucas Coley, man. Um, I definitely I definitely want to pay attention to his receivers because I think they're gonna be getting a lot of looks too, just just based off of that too. So uh I definitely will be paying attention to cornerstone um so congrats lucas and uh welcome to san antonio jamari sermon next up back to our title season of change as a lot of people know with the social uh injustices that have been happening that are now at the forefront um and seemingly being spearheaded by uh the activism of the University of Texas football players. Um, they had a list, um, let me backtrack on that. Being led by Brennan Eagles, Caden Stearns of San Antonio at at uh Cibolo Steel, um, and and others on the squad. Um, I was going through Twitter, and I saw Marquise Caldwell. As, as anybody who's been a longtime follower of the show, you realize that we've had a couple of uh you of Texas players on the podcast. So just going through and checking up on Marquise, uh, I came across the tweet of the statement that the that that the players put together that they presented to the uh, AD and for the uh, president of the University of Texas. So I'm gonna read it real quick. Here at the University of Texas, we live by the saying, what starts here changes the world. The role of the student athlete at the University of Texas brings with it responsibilities beyond that of the average student. We are expected to serve as ambassadors for the university, our respective programs, the student body, and at times the entire state of Texas. As ambassadors, it is our duty to utilize our voice and and role as leaders in the community to push for change that benefit the entire UT community. The recent, the recent events across the country regarding racial injustice have brought to light the, the systemic racism that has always been prevalent in our country, as well as the racism that has historically plagued our campus. As a student-athlete body, we have had many conversations about how Texas can actively take charge. Our athletic department released a statement acknowledging these injustices and publicly supported the rights of the student-athletes using their voices to make change. We as student-athletes and collectively at the University of Texas, as the University of Texas Longhorn football team, are aware that we are an athletic department made up of mainly black athletes and believe that it is time that we that we've become active on our campus. We aim to hold the athletic department and the university to a higher standard by not only asking them to keep their promise of condemning racism on our campus, but to go beyond this and, and beyond this by taking action to make Texas more comfortable and more inclusive for the black athletes and the black, comu- and the black community that has fervently supported this program. On behalf of the student-athlete body Texas slash Texas football team, we ask to have the following issues addressed with the plan or implement on campus before the fall semester. We will continue to practice, work out and participate in all required team activities and preparation for up, for the upcoming season. But without an official commitment from the university, we football players will not be participating in the recruitment of incoming players or other alumni events. So for anybody that doesn't understand that or know what it means, that means that they will not assist in the act of recruitment of incoming classes or they will not be going to those events that are held by people who donate money or any alumni for the university. So they say we officially request the following campus actions, the the renaming of buildings, Robert Lee Moore Hall, Painter Hall, Littlefield Hall. And to include the Patio Cafe and Fountain, James Hogg Auditorium, to include the, re- the removal of James Hogg statue, more diverse statues on campus designed by artists, sculptors who are people of color, modules for in- in- incoming freshmen discussing the History of Racism on Campus, example, Texas Cowboys, and Providing Racial Injustice Awareness, out an outreach program for inner cities, Austin, Dallas, and Houston, this is what's listed, um, af- Athletics Actions, more diversity in the Hall of Fame to include permanent Black Athletic History Exhibit. Athletics do- donating 0.5% of their annual earnings to black or- organizations and Black Lives Matter movements. To give you an example, the University of Texas made $220 million off of uh, a- athletics last year. Uh, that that would be to donate a million dollars of that $220 million. Uh, rename some part of the stadium after Julius Whittier, the first black football player at UT and then changes regarding the entire black community at UT, get rid of the eyes of Texas and have a new song written for us to sing or do not require athletes to sing the song. So I'm going to bring in a coach right now. Uh, from texas a and m kingsville jonathan petty who is a uh a judson converse alumni as well so uh let's try to get him on the line i'd like to pick his brain on this on this topic
1: hello all right there we go there we We go we (laughs) got
0: Coach Petty, defensive backs coach from Texas A&M Kingsville, Judson alumni, uh, and better yet, my little cousin. Hey now, uh, <laughs>
1: I think he's t- I think he's taller than you, if I do yeah. recall. Yeah. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. Oh, uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe.
0: Um. So we have Jonathan Petty on the line. How you? How how are you, fam? I'm
1: doing great, man. Just. Um Join, uh, join my night. How y'all
0: doing? Doing good, man. Just, uh...
1: Quite scrumptious.
0: Yeah. To, I don't know that, if that was the best word, to, but... To, uh, put that in that <laughs> aspect. <laughs> um, so I'm bringing you in. I just got through reading the, um, uh, the wishes and the request, for a better word, the request of the University of Texas foot- football players... Um, for the betterment of the university. Um, right. Firstly, as as a black man. Um. How do you feel about this? This happening. Uh, right now, if you can, I know it's a, it's a lot to bring in. Um but when you see a, a a notion like this made by the university of texas football team and there've been some other things happen as well uh what is it how does that make you feel about the timing and just overall
1: um i actually think um it's, it's pretty cool in my in my opinion um that the athletes um of warren have figured out a way to uh, be unified um, and to not just be unified um, without a cause, but to be unified and have um, a cause um, and a plan of action that they've come up with, um, with the help I'm sure of of some, some outsiders, but for the most part um, it's cool to just see the unity and the fact that, you know, they're able to, um, you know, come up with something that they feel like will be uh, beneficial, not just for themselves, but for the the people you know, uh, moving forward um, from the university, and then just also the empowerment of the uh the student athlete that you know that can continue to be uh, shown you know nationwide. I think it's pretty dope, man.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, one of the points that that I make and that I constantly think of when I come back to this is, you know, I challenge everybody to go and go and look at the names of these places. Right. Go and look. Go and find out because um be it anybody be it any any race or anybody who's gone through any situations in which <laughs> they've been <clears throat> oppressed and like not making light of it at all. But this is like man when you look at the wow. names, yeah, when you look at the names of buildings, think about how ingrained that is. um and my thing at the University of Texas is, why would you want to go to a hall or go to any any school? I say Texas because that's who you know who we're talking about right now, but why but why would you want to be in a building of Robert E. Lee? At all, like a leader of of the Confederate Army, Um, you know, sorry, there's and there's too many great things and great people who have gone to that university for that not to be updated. Right. You know, even if it becomes something that that is bid on for the university. Hey, I want this all. There's tons of millionaires from the University of Texas. They aren't tied to those names. But mm-hmm. what is tied to those names are those people's actions. And if anybody has a oppressive racist, uh if they were a rapist, whatever it would be, if there's if there's a a a uh oppressive attachment, that name should be eradicated. Is that something that you really wanna up uphold? It gives the credence to the thought of history not all history should be uh embraced right it should be remembered <laughs> but it doesn't have to be glorified like what right. is there what is there to glorify about a guy who led an army who lost period <laughs> you know like you know you tried to lead an army to uh overthrow the government you know and we and we all know um uh, that if the south if if the South would have won we'd probably be in a totally different country right now wow. so um and and as bad if as bad if as things have been since then, nobody wants to go to a school and and be reminded of that right no one does, so you aren't gonna name. And I don't even mean to, I'm not, I don't even want to bring these names up, but think if you have a women's center, there's a list of people who are living today who you would not name that under. Right. If you have, if you have, uh, if you have, um, any building any anything that don't be so attached to the name I see people getting mad over statues and things like that if if people are so mad about the statue being taken down if if somebody wants it in their backyard, take it to them. It don't have to be at the university. it right. doesn't have to be, but if you have anybody who's linked to anything that's oppressive or treating anybody as they're lesser than then it should be removed because if If not, then what you're doing is you're supporting what that person was and you're saying that this is very important for us to make a uh, amplified or to make this uh, an example of how great this university is, is that we can have this racist um, be personified. You know, and I don't think that's anything that should be gloated about. And something that just popped up on my timeline is something that the uh, SEC just came out with, man. And, you know, if the SEC is doing
1: something. It's getting the coverage. Right. So here we go. It is. Here we go.
0: Now, this is put out by the South Southeastern Conference, Twitter. It says it is time it is past time for change to be made to the flag of the state of Mississippi. Our students deserve an opportunity to learn and compete in environments that are inclusive and welcoming to all. In the event, there is no change. There will be consideration of precluding Southeastern Conference Championship events from being conducted in the state of Mississippi until the state flag is changed Greg Sankey the SEC commissioner
1: That is big time
0: That is huge and I mean as big as football is as big as football is in Texas is just about no this, I'm sorry if you're black you understand Mississippi if they're changing their if they're changing their state flag Anything can change, and that's just how deep that goes. Mm-hmm. Um. So, bravo to UT, bravo to uh to uh Chuba Chuba Hubbard up at Oklahoma State, um, Kevin Mond out at Texas A and M, and I found yep. some very interesting information off of off of his tweets on the building of prairie view a m um uh let's see uh and the and the uh university of florida you know getting getting rid of that uh gator bait uh chant that they do so right. you know shout out to everybody who um who can see the big picture and see that things have to change for the betterment of us all, period. Mm -hmm. Um, So now you, you being uh, a coach now, is Mm -hmm. this something that maybe y'all have gotten together and talked about the other coaches on the team or have players reached out to you to, you know, either vent, you don't have to say that information, but, you know, but are these, are these conversations that you are having?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, We've we've had conversations as uh, as a staff, uh, full staff. We've had conversations, you know, one on one with coaches on the staff, and then uh, you know we've had conversations with uh with our players. You know, I I think um you know it's it's our job to be here for our players. You know, we're here to to help and serve them, um, and not the other way around. So, um, uh, you know, for us to be you know, asking our guys for as much as we do and, um, you know, on and off the field, not, it's only right that I feel like, you know, for us to be able to ask for those things, we have, we've, you know, have have had to have built relationships and continue to build relationships with them. And if, you know, if we're not there for, um, you know, our players in, in times like this, um, then, you know, its I think it's a bit hypocritical for us to try and ask them to do something you know when in the grand scheme of things that's you know a game you know anything that's related to a game, so you know definitely we you know we've had a lot of conversations about you know um, you know just sometimes it's informational just for you know from guys who are on our you know staff or who aren't a you know part of our african american culture and then you know i've had some conversations with some of my secondary guys um really when this thing kind of jumped off just to kind of check on um you know, where they're at mentally. Yeah. You know, let them know that you know I'm here for them. Yeah. Um and, and let them know that, you know, not only that I'm here for them, but that I'm going and dealing with this deal just as as, as some of our guys are, you know. So Facts. Um, you know, it it affects all of us. I think in me, you know, reaching out to them, it was kind of me making sure that, you know, they're, you know, they're doing all right. Um but also kind of, you know, helping me to kind of get some things off and, and you know, let them know that you know I'm I'm there with them and yeah. feel them and you know just want to try to be as helpful as we can through this whole process. You know, 2020 has been crazy, so mm-hmm. um, you know I think everybody needs a little bit of a mental health awareness. You know, check in and um, so that's what we you know try mm-hmm. to be for for our guys and
0: and the uh, biggest think- thing the biggest thing to me is that this is an opportunity for all, and I'm just limiting it to coaches because it's a football show, but this is an opportunity for every coach to have an open dialogue and become a closer or better man for their team. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't stop at the college level. I got two thoughts. I would not be surprised if I saw high school players kneel.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this is something that parents – and coaches here in Texas across the country need to realize that their position is beyond important. And mm-hmm. and and I ask you this because I know that there's eighth graders. I know that you played for a legendary coach at Judson.
1: Mm-hmm. Um Legend.
0: And you knew him before you got there. Yeah. So coaches in high school and your middle school coaches, this formative age from that, that you have an influence on the kid's life. You got 12 year olds who literally can't wait till they're 16 so that they can play for a certain school or a certain coach. So literally from about the age of 12 to 18 or 19, that head coach at that high school is somebody who they are definitely into. Right. So it is of utmost importance that I know they understand that. And right. if they, if they don't, you know, sometimes you, you have to uh, write in common sense. Uh, This is such a paramount time for kids lives in general. Whenever people reminisce, high school is one of the biggest the biggest memories, memory uh, stages that people can revert back to in their life. How many conversations have you had, coach, to where it's like, oh man, back in high school, back in high school, back in high school, back That's what happens. So now, if you have a coach who was as influential, in a, in a young man's life from the age of 12 to 18 or 19, that, that makes what, what you're taught by them so huge. So, Mm -hmm. so important that, you know, by the time, even when they go to college, college players call their high school coaches all the time.
1: Yeah, that's, that's for sure. I know I did as a, as a player. So, and those relationships um, were relationships that started as, you know, freshmen in high school and I still have those relationships with some of those guys today. So mm-hmm. um, that's what you're saying is spot on.
0: So it's 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 very important that high school coaches um not be silent on this. Mm-hmm. I don't care what school you are teaching at. I don't care because I mean I mean I'd 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 list off names but there's no need for that because if you are a coach and you are living today this is a conversation that you need to have with players on your team and when it comes to college coaches and recruiting you don't think that these kids aren't paying attention
1: mhm
0: you know and I get and understand the politics of universities some universities might, might not move as fast for others for certain reasons or whatever it is, but money's never more important than life. Right. Money's never more important than life. And, uh, and it's not like you can't, like I said, there are too many great people in this country who have gone to these universities that have terrible paths who have graduated people who are better than those people who they have monuments of. Right. So there's going to be plenty of donors who want to have halls named after them or athletic areas. Look at Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's already got, you know, the uh, practice facility named after him. So, I mean, are you telling me that if, like, say if there was somebody, I'm going to throw a school out there. Say if there was somebody at uh, Florida State say there was some old racist dude and, and they want Deion Sanders to be the new name of that hall. Come on now.
1: Yeah. He'd be willing to
0: come on now.
1: Definitely get into that.
0: Come on. Like, you know, and when it comes to just overall, uh, you know, stuff can just be reformed. Mm -hmm. It can be.
1: And I think that's what, was, like I said, what's dope about what you see a lot of the college athletes around the nation. Um, there's they're recognizing that there can be some type of reform, mm-hmm. some change that can come from this, that they can be the ones that have sparked, um, and not only just leave their legacy, you know, try to leave their legacy, you know, with education and the way that they played and the things that they do as a team at the university, but to continue, uh, to, but to be remembered as a group of guys that that help you know further um you know the 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 spread of you know unity and um just waking people up to like you said some of the ugly and um you know harsh realities that you know that are still left on college campuses
0: yeah i mean and and there wouldn't be a greater example of change than to have that change because i mean that's one of the things like are you telling me I'm going to have to go back and do my research, but uh, did Robert E. Lee go to the University of Texas? I mean, Uh, like, I'm going to have to see. I mean, like, why the (laughs) hell would you have somebody's, you know, why would you have anything at your university unless that person actually has something to do with your university? So I'm going to go back and look at stuff. And I mean, it just makes you, and that's even the positive thing, everything that comes out of this is going to be positive or it's for the better. If you have anybody who's, who's against it, well, then you know where they stand Right now for people to go back and see exactly why these places are named this or, you know, like, <clears throat> it's just a really good, it's a good conversation. And I love the stuff that's going to be coming out of it. Um, right. You hope uh, that, um, yeah, you know, I'm, what
1: those the guys at Texas have, have requested be done. You hope to see some some change soon, you know.
0: And 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 like the slogan says, "What starts here changes the world." And if and if Texas players doing this made it easier for Kellen Mond and A and M or or Chuba up at Oklahoma State or for Florida to make the changes,
1: All right?
0: If it happens at Texas, it can happen anywhere and that's sure. and that's exactly like taking the confederate flag off of the mississippi it's it's kind of that same that same level of uh of the changes that got to be made cuz Cause, mm-hmm. cause, cause trust me if texas does something then you you're going to have the other powerhouse schools doing it too because then when it comes to i hate to even bring this word up when it comes to recruiting if you <laughs> the more friendlier better campus doing taking the initiative you think that you know those kids parents are going to be like hey if texas is making all these changes boom i don't care about bama boom i don't care about whatever other school there might be and i hate bringing mm-hmm. that up because i mean it's so light but yet is it you know like it's not you know it's something that has to be said um but uh man you know we, we could talk about this forever yeah you but, just
1: hope uh, that whatever whatever you know universities and and you know coaches you just hope that it's, it's coming from a genuine place there you go are, you, you, are, you took it some, right
0: out of my mouth yeah
1: because i think some guys are looking at this as a as an opportunity um you know to further further conversation in mm-hmm. a positive manner and, it's, mm-hmm. and some people are looking at it as like man we have to do this if we don't
0: exactly you
1: know, it, could, it could negatively impact us and so you just hope that people actually do their homework um, and those would be the places that'll be like their players and and get things done in a, in a way that it, it actually means something to not just the players but to exactly them. it should mean just as much as the to the players as it does i mean to the uh you know the administration coaches, exactly exactly as it does to the players and to the really to the, the african-american community and and this whole
0: right um yeah, I mean, you pretty much said exactly what I was thinking. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, that took away what I was going to say. <laughs> perfect, <laughs> perfect. Um, so once again, we got Jonathan Petty here, defensive backs coach for uh, Texas A and M Kingsville. Um, man, that was that was really good. I really appreciate you coming onto the podcast. Is there anything that you want to say or? Uh, let people know about the uh university or your players right now
1: man just uh uh you know shout out to our guys um, you know stick in there stay in there uh know that you know we are you know taking every uh opportunity that we can to continue to to not let this conversation be something that uh, is here today and going tomorrow um we're also you know there for you here for you um and really, we just, we just hope that, you know, from this, change can be sparked and guys can recognize and understand the power that they have, uh, you know, and, and use it in a, in a positive way, man. I, I think it's it's, it's cool. Um, I'm happy uh, that this conversation is being had. I hate that it it had to take the loss of life and the loss of multiple lives on countless uh, countless right. situations. Right. Um, that, you know, for this thing to be, you know, kind of steamrolling like it is. But, uh, you know, guys stay safe know, continue to practice the social distancing so we can try to have, um, you know, our, as best of a, of a season as we can. Mm-hmm. And we hope that, you know, these, you know, social matters are are able to stay at the forefront of what we're doing while we're able to, you know, play and, and do things that we love to do on top of it.
0: All Hey, Coach, thank you so much. And uh, next time you're in town, fam, hit me up so uh, we can link up.
1: That's a bet. That's a bet. Appreciate y'all for having
0: me on, man. Oh, no problem. That's been Coach Petty, defensive backs coach from Texas A&M Kingsville. All right. Hey, man. Uh, That was a really good conversation. Yeah, it was. That was a really good conversation. Much, much needed. Um, Very therapeutic. And um, I hope that, you know, it spurns more conversation uh, and more change. Um, I definitely uh, welcome any questions anybody has. Uh, if anybody gets a chance, they need to go check out. Um, I want to get. I want to make sure it's the right Acho because they are brothers. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Emmanuel Acho, go to Twitter and look up Emmanuel Acho or at the man Acho, um and he has a series called uh he has a series called uncomfortable conversation with the black man um and it and the last episode is great and once again this ties in because he's a former uh university of texas football player and uh i believe he played on the eagles as well so um make sure you go and check that out on twitter it's good um uh, and it's very informative and i think uh it's a it's a platform that is incredible and um and you can definitely learn a lot uh from Emmanuel Acho. Uh i watched the episode today and it's good. If i had any reservations i wouldn't be up here saying it on the podcast. Um so we are going to take off and head out on this note um Love and peace to everyone. Um, and if you have any questions on today's episodes, or if you have any thoughts about it, uh, message me at bdemone on Twitter, um, at @bdemone on Instagram, uh, along the Wirecast on Facebook. Uh, I'm definitely open to the conversation. I definitely want to have the conversation. I definitely know that it's important uh, for all of us. Um, and, you know, God's working. So it's going to be, it's going to be beautiful in the end. Uh, thank you again for watching on Twitter or Facebook. Thank you for listening on Apple podcasts and iHeartRadio and SoundCloud. Uh, it's been B. Demone. Make sure you follow Super Producer at Thin line Works and love peace and hair grease birds up hook them 2 football We're out.